2: new now, the Out of Home Podcast. You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Are you to the Out of Home Podcast? You're listening to the Out of Home Podcast. Featuring Kieran, Kwame, Yas, and Stephen. You London
0: boys are crazy. It's Christmas. <laughs> Merry it Christmas. Sing it, bro. Bro, this Christmas setup that you have here is looking sensational. Man. Thank
2: you, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Do is know that a th-
0: real tree, by the way? Yes, yeah, a
2: real tree. Do you know what's really funny about me... Like, for a long time, I would consider myself a scrooge when it came to Christmas. <laughs> is that hard to believe? When it comes
0: to Christmas, or
2: like daily? Nah, Christmas. Okay, Christmas. <laughs> okay so you wasn't a big. Christmas. <laughs> no, I wasn't okay. really, and I was like, I was like, I ain't getting no decorations for my house, bro. Oh,
0: it's nice, man. The Christmas cheer.
2: Yeah, I know, but the funny thing is, it's like, I never did it. And obviously, now I've got a place. I was like, I can't just have a bare beer, beer place with no decorations up. Oh, so I got myself a little tree. And um, I got some tinsel and some ball balls. Very nice. Uh, some lights. Um, yeah, and did the did the decoration thing. And it looks Ooh. great. Tamara said it looks like a John Lewis tree.
0: <laughs> it
2: actually
0: does. It looks really, really nice. say Kwams. <laughs> Welcome, Kwami. you how what do you mind saying? Then, my Greetings over there in London. Uh, talk to us about the Christmas up in Amsterdam, my friend.
1: Uh, there's not a lot of it actually where I'm around. Six days to go. There's no tree or ornament in our house. Um, it's kind of a yearly tradition. So, 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 so some people don't believe in commercialism, which is fine. <laughs> just, That's hilarious. Just carry it just carry it in other areas, my, my person. But, you know, we're we'll, uh, uh, less about that. Um, but, yeah, no, so... Uh, no, there's, there's not been a lot, actually. I haven't seen... No, no, sorry, I must... I digress. No, I don't digress. I make incorrect statements. Oli Bolin is well and truly here, so... Shout out to the Dutchies with the god. Oh Can we get it's, some context
2: on the Oliebolen, please?
1: Yes, Oliebolen is basically like almost like puff puff or just a warm donut. It's basically everywhere in Netherlands or any marketplace in Netherlands, there'll be a stall or a caravan which will be serving you warm, uh, warm, warm, fried. Warm, warm donuts basically. Yeah, deep warm fried. donuts, warm treats, deep fried, deep fried. Yeah, with sugar without sugar, raisins without raisins. It's a good time. And apparently, the day before Christmas, that the whole neighborhood lines up. So, yeah, um, I've I not been getting 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 my ollie balling on, but I will before Christmas. So, yeah, good times, good times. And aside from that, just living, just living, just living, living.
0: Bro, do you know what I love about yeah. the Netherlands? Yeah, is that during the Christmas, well, like winter time in general, obviously it gets darker, like three thirty p.m. Um, the lights, like they put lights on trees. The whole mm. city just feels jovial. There's, like, Christmas oh, in, trees erected in, in random in places.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, It's just a really, really nice city. Amsterdam's a really nice city to yeah, be. Yeah, it's beautiful. When Christmas, when Christmas night. is coming, man. Yeah, like It's, yeah, it it's really, really nice. It so is. so you're saying you don't believe in someone in the household, no name's going to be named, don't believe in commercialism <laughs> and uh, celebrating Christmas
1: over there? No, 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 They believe in it, but it's like, well, like, there's no need for it. Sorry. They don't partake in it. So it's like, it's fine, but I'm not going to get a tree because... It's nothing to do with the, the the original story and stuff. I hear it, but I really like my tree, but and I keep looking no. I no. So. And, and and trees can be liked, but me, <laughs> you know, I'm just like yeah, okay, cool. We save money on that, but we spend on something else. So look, let, let's keep let's keep let's keep moving in it.
0: And you know what's funny about partners, yeah, if it, yeah. if
1: the shoe was on the other foot.
0: Do you think you can say you're not getting the tree, bro? Or you're you're not... Not decorating. You're not 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 getting this chair for the house. (laughs) Or you're not getting this plant
1: because you don't believe it. No! Are you mad? Are you mad? I'm I'm going to war over ironing boards, fam. It's it's different over here. You're going to war over iron board? Yeah. but
2: you know what's so funny about iron boards yeah iron boards are actually so vital but you don't know you need
1: them until you need them like bro i don't brov, have brov, one still have understand <coughs> i'm i'm i am not the most ghanaian person but when it comes when it comes to like rice cookers and ironing boards i'm one of the most ghanaian people out there in that time. <laughs> they are tantamount to our lives bro very important <laughs> so
2: you actually like ironing don't you
1: Bro, I love you it. You love fam. it, yeah. Do you know yeah, what? Yeah, you, do, a... you do, you <laughs> do. So, so when I, when I'm told to you you use a bedcloth, I'm like, bro, I don't understand this pain in it, bro.
0: You know Kwame, yeah. He looks like one of those guys that on a Sunday evening just has like the whole basket of laundry. You look like someone that you
2: even look like someone who irons his
0: boxes, bro.
2: Oh, uh, don't, no, don't, I don't. Know, do you know what? Do you know what? When I was younger, yeah. When I was younger, my mum used to make me um do the ironing for the house. And I, for the whole yard. Yeah, yeah, but that was that was like my that was actually how yeah. I would get like a little bit I, of like, um pocket money. Pocket money, innit? Yeah, fair, fair. So I do the ironing for the whole whole good house. Trick, yeah. good. Trick. But do you know what she would make me do? Iron all the boxes for him. She's like, iron your boxes till I realized. Until I realized, you see, boxes, boxes ain't on show, yeah. bruv. Why are you ironing your boxes? Do you know what it is? I think it's just a um,
0: it's, it's a like a discipline thing. So you iron boxes or you iron stuff because it kind of like sets the tone. iron socks. You iron socks. I, bro, I am not advocating for the ironing of boxes or socks at all. I'm, I'm not that guy. But I think, from a parent's standpoint, and yeah. this just shows how uncalled off I am at this point, because I'm just thinking now from the perspective of a parent, is that it's probably just teaching you some good some good practice that even though it's not on show, Fair. you got to take care of your
2: Fair. your stuff. You, I think my my um my mom would always be like, Rah, if anything was to happen to you, and you have to go and they have to um like take off your clothes at like the Emergency or like the accident emergency, you want to have some dead boxes on. That was her thinking no, no, about no, why no. I should no, iron no, my no. box shorts. But,
1: but, but boxes is uh, to me like and have but the socks, same like, socks. I, but, but but socks, I feel it. Even to your boy's yard or your friend's yard, they're like, oh yeah, you got to take off your shoes and you're wearing some holy moly socks. No, like, no, 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 like, no. not, ho- not man, holy, fuck. not holy socks. You can't be wearing holy socks.
2: Like another, no, but, like my mom is a G, yeah, also very militant. Shout out Shout out, Mama. Shout out, Sandra. Auntie Sandra. Every time. But if she, if I was to sit, how Yaf is sitting, and Yaf is sitting like a, you know, that old school gentleman, he's got his foot crossed over. You know what I'm saying? If I was to walk in, and there was a hole underneath gentleman the shoe, she's coming through and ripping the sock from oh, yeah, the that hole. That done. That pair is done. My foot, bro. She's done. like, you ain't wearing that sock again. So when I was younger, bro, I just knew I can't be wearing a holy sock, bro. I learned that. I so learned you that. You had quickly. the iron in. Yeah.
0: I had that too, but I also had to do the, because um, I was the oldest. I had to shoot. I had to polish everyone's shoes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, ah, yeah. bruv!
2: That the polish used to smell good, though, is not it? Weirdly enough, it, it yes, did, didn't it? it yeah, did, yeah, yeah. Did you have the brown yeah, brush yeah. that you had to? No, 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 no. no. Uh, so oh. there was
0: like this one yeah, it was like a thing. handheld one. Yeah. And like you, you press down. On yeah, the shoe, yeah, 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 it. yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. you're painting the shoe black. It almost felt like arts and craft to a point. It was actually quite therapeutic.
2: I know exactly which one what you're what talking mean? about, bro. Yeah, bro. I know exactly which one you're talking about. Oh, man just got man. the wall- the left hand up the wallaby, the right hand is literally... It's yeah, yeah, <laughs> up yeah, the wallaby, yeah, you know? Bro.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 straight in the wallaby, fam. Oh, my days. Hey, if anyone listening here has any, like, childhood oh, <laughs> disciplinary oh, chores gosh. that they had to do oh, last man.
2: Month, w- uh Wiping down the skirting boards, fam. Oh, that's yeah. That's that's really? spread and butter. Yeah, bro. Wipe down the skirt, and bro. It,
1: in my house, you know what they call it? Oh, yeah. The, don't forget to do your Saturday job. <laughs> yeah, the Saturday jobs, bro. <laughs> so on Saturday, bro, in the morning, speak and span. You had a list, bro. You had a list. You had a list to get through, and I'd Hoover the house, bro. And I'd be like, bro, it's Monday morning. How the house all dusty already, fam? You understand? Like <laughs> upset. Great. You you had a carpet in it. Ethnic
0: regimes are too funny, yeah. Like, I remember yeah, yes. when me and my brothers were young, this was before my little sisters were born, my dad used to make us wake up before school. Yeah. And then we'd all have to do, like, 15 press-ups before we even jump in the bath. we got to do 15 press-ups, and then he'll check our hands to make sure that our nails were cut. Hey. Man, bro, like, 15 press-ups. He's preparing you for life. Are we in the military, bro. Like, what's... He's preparing <laughs> you for <laughs> <Yeah>. life. <laughs> Listen, and then the house. Like we always used to have to make sure every day. Like we obviously be clean the kitchen after we we've had our foods. We have to sweep the kitchen, yeah, yeah, take yeah. the rubbish out. But I think these things are good because they get you into routine. So like now, I mean, the one thing that I slack on personally is dishes. Okay. I'll stack those dishes until oh, man. until it gets ridiculous. Some do you know what? Sometimes really? if I don't like if, if 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 I didn't have a dishwasher, like I would try and get rid of them, but.
2: After some point, bro, I'm just like, yeah, I'm just slapping you in the sink. No, I, I like. I really like washing dishes. I have a dishwasher, but I like to I use my hands. It, it's, I'm, it's I'm good at washing dishes, but it's just long. <laughs> I love it, bro. Put in one, put in a die from podcast or whoever you may listen to some on. music, and then just go to work on them dishes, bro. It's funny, very that you liquid and a
0: sponge. It's funny that you said whoever you may listen to because yes. Kwame, you have a religious question yes. that you ask week in, week out. Rain. Snow or shine. It's raining very heavily in London today. It is, it is. And I hope by the time we get to Christmas, it's not raining anymore. Kwame, ask away, my friend.
1: Uh, You missed out sleep for a Christmas treat, but Kira, my friend, what are we listening to? If you're tuned in, you are listening to the sounds
2: of the Out of Home podcast. A show brought to you by four Londoners capturing and sharing stories of inspiring people Mm. while sharing our own Today, it's only the three amigos, the three musketeers, Yaf, Kieran, and Kwame. But shout out to the boy, Starboy, Stephen the Pampa, who is back home in the motherland and enjoying life in Nigeria.
0: Couldn't be happier for him. Oh, bro. Could not be happier for him.
2: Ah, oh, couldn't. Yeah, yeah. So, so good. It's good to, do you know what? Like, he's had a year. He has had a year. He sure has. So he deserves that time off, man. And we're just sending love and good vibes to you, bro. All the time.
0: And I think by the time people are listening to this, they're probably going to be thinking to themselves, I've had myself a bit of a year as well, actually. <laughs> and Not I'm really... looking
2: forward to 2023. Because <laughs> I know why I sure am. Oh, bro. It's been a year, man. It's been a good year. Can't lie. Full of, full of surprises, lessons, learnings, stresses, yeah. blessings. All of that. All of that, that. all of that, all of that, all of that. that. Stressings and blessings in equal measure. Yeah. Trust me. But we're going to kickstart this show. Well, you just heard a little ramble of us and the things that we used to get up to when we were younger. (laughs) But (laughs) we're going to ask, what made you smile? I'm going to ask Yaf, what made you smile this week, bro? Going into it. Yeah, man.
0: All right. Uh, So a few things have been making me smile this week or in the last seven days, let me say. Thing number one mm. is that I played paddle yesterday, or padel.
2: I think I know what sport this is, but can you please remind me? Sure. So paddle, or
0: padel, however, wherever you're from in the world and however you pronounce it, is almost as though tennis and squash had a baby together. Tennis
2: and squash.
0: So squash tennis. is that indoor court game that you oh. like
2: hitting against the- yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He used to play playing the Brixton Rec. Yeah, the time. I know exactly what you are talking about. He used, used to hear now. like the, the creak of the shoes <coughs> and he used to hear the smack of the ball. That was one of the most vivid memories of me in like Brixton Rec, you know? Is it? You had play center, you had people playing squash, and then there was a swimming What ball. about the
2: patty shop? Do you, Next you remember the patty shop at, yeah. the oh, well, yeah, yeah, at the entrance? Oh, at the entrance. Yeah, at the entrance of Brixton Rec. Like if you come in past reception, turn left, there was a little calf and they sold patties. Oh, I do remember the calf. Yeah.
0: Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. feels bad that we're. Talking about Steven's um patch without him being there. <laughs> Leave it alone, so <laughs> we'll wait we'll wait for him to come back to be we'll honest, start it's, about never the st- it's never been It's
2: never been Stephen. It belongs to the good the bri- good Brixtonites, and I happen to be one of those. So I'm not coming for his throne as the Brixton bully, but just so you know, everybody that listens out there, I am a proud Brixtonite. Although I have uh expatriated.
0: Far. Still on <laughs> a similar part of London, but pretty far. Um,
2: Great. <laughs> I, uh, I
0: can definitely validate that. Week in, week out. Um so I think I've lost my train of
1: thought. Sorry, bro. But Brick. Padel, Padel, Padel. Padel. Yes.
0: Um I played that for the first time yesterday with a few friends and my goodness was it thrilling. Was it? Oh it was thrilling. It was Where so did good. You play?
2: In um, Fulham, <laughs> of course they play padel in Fulham. Yeah,
0: trust me. Well, a friend of mine lives near there, so he invited me to come and play, <laughs> and then we went to watch the World Cup final together. So I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." Oh man! Um, but it was sick. Kwame, you good over there, my friend?
1: You where did you watch the World Cup final? At my friend's house in Fulham. Yeah, I want to get on to you now. Were you telling me that you're gonna watch it? You're gonna watch it at the airport? Ah, I was supposed to go to Monaco for work, Oh okay. <laughs> but that got cancelled. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Which so is why you, I'm in you, London. I should check that you weren't you were lying to me on, 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 on a national podcast. I would on, never to lie to you. International podcast. Uh, so, me playing padel or Paddle
0: uh, is one of the things Full that up. made me smile. We we don't need to be specific about the error, my friend. <laughs> it's all about raising the heart rate, being oh, active. Gosh. So anyone here who's listening, who hasn't played or is wondering, what the hell is this guy talking about? Definitely check out. Very fun racket sport that gets the blood pumping. Tip number one. If you're looking for a New Year's resolution, go and play paddle or padel. Oh my gosh, man. <laughs> this is not... Okay, continue. Please. So that was number one. And then the second thing is... We spoke about it a little bit at the beginning. The Christmas cheer is well and truly here. Well and truly here. So I was in central London the other day, picking up a few last-minute gifts, and there was a group of lovely people playing still pans, all in the 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 spirit of raising money for Cherry. I was like, this is so lovely. The sounds, you could hear them from miles away. Clear exaggeration, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Went over there, me and my sister... And we started vibing to the still pans a little bit. And just like people of all, I'm going to use Kwame's famous quote here. People of all colors and creeds coming together to listen to the Christmas cheer that was being spread (laughs) by these jovial, sorry, still pans. So um, I'm very much looking forward to Christmas. The one time of the year where me and all my family get together. Yeah, yeah. And I just can't wait for the fucking food, bro. So that's what's been making me smile. Sick. I'm going to hand it back over to my friend here Jeez. beside me, Jeez. Kieran Kenlock. go on. The man with the fire pants.
2: Yes, the fire pants. Curse your pata. Um, yo, so what made me smile? There's a couple things, a few things that actually made me smile this week. On Thursday, I went to the theatre with my girlfriend and her family to Very see nice. uh, Best of Enemies, which has uh, Zachary Quinn... Quintu? Yeah, and David Harwood. Hairwood, sorry. And it's basically about um, these two like political figureheads from I think the 60s or 70s, William Buckley and uh, Gore Vidal. And it was basically about how um, news channels started to cover um, um, people in the public eye that weren't actually like Political runners, basically okay, and it was it was basically like if Yaff and Stephen got on t v and started to talk about their issues about like politics, basically, but it was it was really really good, it was done excellently, it was at the no um coward theater in I think Leicester Square. The set design was amazing, the script was amazing uh, and one thing I love about fear yeah is that like uh David Harewood played. William F. Buckley, who was a white guy in in that time, but he has no relation to Marlon, does he? No, okay. I don't. I don't believe so. Anyway, but uh, he play, he played. He's a black guy who played a white guy of that time, and he played it excellently. But it was so interesting because I'm I'm sure people were like would Google William F. Buckley later on down the line, and they'd be like, oh, he was white. This guy was a Confederate. Like I knew straight away. Like this guy was like a republican oh, that's he, he played a republican he was like for um uh nixon and reagan he didn't like liberal like and as i'm watching it, i'm like mm. there's no way this guy was black and also in the 60s and 70s when black people were going through civil rights movement, the only people that was on tv oh, around them times would have been like your malcolm x's Martin Luther King maybe you might have seen someone else but like it was it was a really good um, good play to just like see how uh, news news channels at the time so like ABC, NBC uh, CBS and all of those people were trying to like get ratings and they did it through having a political debate over the course of a year around like yeah and it was the first of its kind it changed the president so it was really dope to see that uh, another thing that made me smile was watching the goat, the undisputed goat, lift the World Cup. And when I say the undisputed goat, I mean messy. Lift the World Cup in a robe. <laughs> that robe was a bit, a bit mad. Like, there was a lot, of, there was why a lot he, of... Why did he need to... Like, why did they? If if Messi didn't win, would they have put the captain in a rope? I don't
0: know. I really don't know. <laughs> there were a lot of things happening in that game.
2: That was the best game of football at a World Cup that I've seen ever. Yeah, facts. <laughs> ever, bro. Facts. facts. Ever. Definitely. There was drama. There was suspense. There was anticipation. There was penalties. There was goals. There was... Ah, bro, I have said from the beginning of this like World Cup that I wanted Messi to win this World Cup yeah, because yeah, yeah. I feel like there should never be, there should never be a player that good of Argent je- like and not win the World Cup man like it just felt it just felt it was a, great unnatural it was a great story to me it was a, it's an amazing story it's an amazing story and I was so shook but please shout out to young Kili and Mbappe 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 <laughs> Kili 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 he did i
0: just close what you did there. If he, if,
2: <laughs> Such a waste. if he, 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 at the age of that he is, to be doing what he's doing. Crazy. I, I just have to sit there and be like, this kid is incredible, man.
0: Yesterday was a great advert for football. Oh, great advert. What an advert. Great man. advert. Like, I can just imagine Roger and Hunter in, like, Calabasas somewhere. No, not Calabasas. That's, that's...
2: <laughs> Roger and Minnesota. Hunter. Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs>
0: In Minnesota. Shout out to Minnesota.
2: Shout out to Minnesota. <laughs>
0: <laughs> watching the World Cup the final towers. with like man, like what? Kwame, give me a give me a, a dog's name from America. I know you, you got one straight off the whim. Go on, <laughs> Rex. I don't know. What's <laughs> the Rex? Chilling with man like Rex.
2: Hollering with Rex. Yeah, chilling with Rex.
0: Darlene's in the background somewhere. Darlene. That's <laughs> Darlene.
2: <laughs> Ozark Clearly reference. Clearly
0: been watching Ozark. <laughs> and. Uh, I can just imagine them going ham to the World Cup final, like, oh my God, Lionel Messi, such a great player. <laughs> is that your American accent? Is that your Minnesotan
2: accent as well?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I just want to caveat that segment there by saying I by no means uh, am making fun of any Americans. But the point I'm trying or to make.
2: Minnesotan. Or Minnesota, Or generalizing anybody. The point
0: I'm trying to make is that I think people all around the world who are not necessarily. Sincerely so into football, would have watched that game. I thought I can get into this football thing.
2: Yeah, factual, factual. And the last thing that made me smile was like just this weekend gone by, had a fizzy Christmas. So um, what is that? Uh, it's self-titled. My, the boys from my area that <laughs> exactly. I grew up with, we came round. We bought like a, a, a dish each, and we we cooked and we ate, chopped bread, played some articulate, and it was great. Me and my partner, one, obviously, because we are super smart. But um, it is what it is, man. I had a great time. I've been smiling. And, uh, you know, sometimes during the week, you might have some ups and some downs. But these are the things that made me smile. We love to hear it, Kwame. Yo. uh,
1: Good sir. What made you smile? I don't know. No, I think it's just like, in a weird way, just like banter so I, i've i been having no not banter let me say it. like conversations again conversations with my wife and also my mom so like i was oh, i was, I, was, got a wife. I, was t- I talked to my mom about something she's in ghana now with, with my dad so shout out to them and i'll I talk to her mom and after like we we're saying something and i and after um she asked me a question about 2023 there was something i told her i want to do and after she, she was like oh Kwame, like that thing do you want to do it I said, "Mom, with every day I'm losing the appetite." She said, "Hey, just go and lose it. That thing, like you don't need it anymore. You don't need it anymore." And the way she said it, I was like, "This woman, <laughs> that's funny." And then like, oh. <sighs> and remember, I said, she's so funny, so funny." And then, um, and then um, me and my wife, I love saying that. By the way, I love saying that. Yeah, 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 say, we know, we, we know. If, if also, we love it too. If, if it, yeah. <laughs> but, it's for so um, surty, so innit? Like trans- you could be
0: the biggest joke it's man so in the world, silly. but as long as, as as soon as you say
1: I'm with my wife, like instant, like joke man points are yeah, yeah, instantly yeah. revoked. Okay. <laughs> okay. Exactly, exactly. And and, and 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 the person would not have met your wife or seen your wife. Be like, oh, respect. I have got respect for you. I thought you were joke man before. No, um, we've been having like just like little like um like like like, like, like bantering around the house and like just now like i was um i was excited and i was like i was like dancing a little bit she was like go Kwame, go Kwame. and i was like oh and i was i was basically like try, trying to remember remember our wedding dance routine and after um it 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 wasn't it it, 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 it was not happening. And I was like, Yeah, like you know, like we did, we did we did we did it kinda well. She's like, No, we didn't, but it looked kinda cool. I was like, Yeah, you know what? It did look kinda cool. And there's another, another thing that we had, um, like she, for some reason she was singing nice and slow in the bathroom and me and her always have this thing where someone's singing and someone would be in the background, like piping in with the ad libs. So she, so, so she, she was like singing that. nice and slow. And I I kept quiet. She's like, Oh, like no, no ad libs today. I was like, no, nah, like, I thought you had this on your like, um, solo flex, innit? so it's nice that we have these, these little games and whatnot. But, yeah, that's quite simple. I know, I know, I know. Because bro, but, and I realised like, we're going to have a lot of those in our lives, so might as well enjoy them, innit? You understand? So, oh, man, I'm so um, happy for
2: you, bro. Yeah, bro Both honestly, of
1: you, to oh, be oh, fair. Bro, this, this woman is a hater, though, above Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so uh, <laughs> she was hating on you and humble. She's a
1: hater. She was hating on Messi in Argentina. She's like, oh, this team is not even good, fam, it's just all Messi. I'm like, that might be true, but Messi's a great player, isn't it? Messi's a great player. And, um, and that's the thing I love about the World Cup like this woman does not care about world, um, does not, care, does not care about f- f- football at all But she came back it's free free it's like, what's going <laughs> on like she, like she went around the corner to get some food and it's like that's what I love like I love watching Instagram feeds and knowing this person was watching the match and I'm like big person you don't ever watch football in it but for the World Cup I mess with you hard you understand like, yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I mess with your I mess with your punditry and I, I know your hot takes because that's what the World Cup is so um, yeah it's a, it's a beautiful game but you know what's weird we'll, we'll talk about it later I think we'll talk but well, mm. maybe directly now but after the game I just felt blessed fam I was yeah. like oh, I'm so lucky to have watched this yeah like, man we're so lucky to have watched M- M- Messi's career that final and also like witnessed at like, the start of Mbappe's you oh, understand yeah,
2: yeah,
1: like, yeah. it was a real change, like handing over it really was yeah man amazing game
2: amazing football god said to Messi bro if you want this thing we have to work for it
0: <laughs> yeah exactly
1: <laughs> exactly this is really but, like, random think, yeah go on yeah
0: but, like, when I said handover, remind me of my retail days. I just want to shout out everyone that works in retail Big during Big up, everybody. Time. Oh, bro. Big up, everybody.
1: everybody. Bro, bro, such amazing life experiences you gained from those, fam. I feel like I'm you know? the person I am today because of working in
2: retail, you know? Factual. <laughs> Factual, bro. can talk to anyone. Patience of a yeah. saint.
0: yeah. <laughs> You hone in on your sarcastic craft because you can't be rude back to customers, but you can be
1: sarcastic. Oh yeah, but but you but you have some shots sometimes, is it? And like, if oh, smart, absolutely, <laughs>
2: bro. Uh, hey, my first my people. first ever shift at Nike on at NTL was Boxing Day Boxing Day sales. Oh, they threw you in at the deepest of ends, bro. Man was working back at house. They told me I could choose some trainers. I thought this was the greatest day ever. Do you know what trainers I chose on my first day on oh, working on boxing me, day? Tell me tell me. Man wore Air Max ones. By the end of that shift, Silly. my foot was done. Leave fam. Some lunar glides on those. Bruv, members. no one told me about that. From that day forward, I knew. <laughs> for Pegasus, I needed the comfort. Didn't care, bruv. Didn't care. How some Vameros, fam. <laughs> This guy needed all the cushioning. Oh bro, oh man, it was a hellish day. But nah, no, shout out to everybody that's working in retail. We feel for you. And just keep checking check, keep checking away at it, man. Cause that yeah. stuff is actually vital for like some sort of development in life. You know what I'm saying?
0: Retail and working on Boxing Day was the first time I saw a collection of grown men and women <laughs> like act like fucking kids. Oh bro. I remember my colleague, do you remember Timmy?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Timmy. Timmy
0: Timmy is probably one of the funniest guys I've ever (laughs) met in my life. The store was about to open, right? There were crowds, herds of people outside. We're we're situated on the second floor. And Timmy, so nonchalantly, as he folds his shirt, says, if you want to see what a a group of grown-ass men running, running around like some damn kids looks like, Just look at the escalator in about two minutes. This is before the shop's opened. Didn't look me in the eye once, like, (laughs) focused on the folding. And then... That's hilarious. Gave me the, the, like, the two-minute warning. (laughs) Lo and behold, bro. Lo and behold. I don't think you guys know yet, but, like, before I even saw the visual, I heard Heard the clunk, clunk, clunk of people running up escalators. Look to my left. I see a, a group of people running. Timmy just looks at me he's like, told you. <laughs> His timing's impeccable.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, it was a funny Shout shit, out to but...
2: Timmy, man. Because, oh, bro, the timing of a joke is just great. Anyways.
1: Absolutely.
0: But, um, Kwame, sorry, I don't know if you were, uh, if you
1: were wrapped no, no, up. I was done, I was done, I was done, I was done.
0: Yeah. Okay, so, um, love the What Made You Smile segment because we always, again, take stock in what made us smile. But I feel like we generate so many random stories and quirks from from that little segment. Mm. Um, I know there was a few things that we wanted to touch on, man. There's a few things that have been happening. I mean, stuff happens every day, but we always try to prioritise and talk about the things that impact us and and our culture and communities the most. So, um, starting off on a little bit more of a sombre note, uh, but there was something that happened. We referenced Brixton earlier. There was something that happened in the Brixton O2 Academy last week where... A Nigerian Afro-pop, Afro-beats artist by the name of Ashake was touring in London. He did three nights. And on the third night, there was a lot of trouble outside of the venue. Mm -hmm. I think on the second night, or after the second night, he actually posted, if you don't have a ticket, or if you're... um, Yeah, if you don't have a ticket, please don't turn up to the venue, because I I believe there was some some rumblings of trouble the night before. And then on the third night, things really, really sort of got out of hand um, to the point where a number of people were hospitalized. And it's come to light that at least two people so far have have tragically passed away. So um, obviously our thoughts go out to to those people, thoughts and prayers with their family and their loved ones because nobody wants to lose a family member Especially around this time, it's just, you know, it, it hits extra hard. So, just wanted to quickly touch on that, pay our respects, but yeah, then yeah. maybe break down that, that situation and that scenario a little bit.
2: So, the two women that passed, one of them was called Gabrielle Hutchinson, who was 23. She died uh, today, Monday, 19th of December. And the first lady who passed was Rebecca uh, Camillo, uh 33, from Newham. She died on a Saturday morning. And um, there's also another person that's critical as well, but I don't think there's a name that's been released. However, like, I am... Um, you got say to say something? No. I, um, I, I didn't even see what was happening until, like, I checked Twitter and someone had said, like, people are, are moving mad in Brixton, sort of thing. And then I saw, like, some of the videos. And, mm-hmm. bruv... There were so many people outside the concert venue. Do we have a number? Three thousand, apparently.
0: Outside, right? Outside. Because the venue holds what four and a half? Four and a half, thousand? five. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And an extra three thousand people turned up without tickets to try and bum rush the, well, that uh, succeeded in doing that. Yeah. But to come to a, a venue, and without a ticket to then do that, so, I know we spoke about like venues and uh, concerts last week. But to have that then follow that up, I was like, no way, bruv. No way. Like, we were, I guess we were talking about um, promoters. And you know, when I first, my initial reaction to it was promoters fucked up here yeah, or something like that, yeah? Because I was thinking about security, I was thinking about um, like just making sure that they have like operations done properly, right? But then I, then I was talking to, to Niall about it, and I was just like, nah, people are stupid. Like, I was like... Nah. And it took me a while. I was like, you're right, bro. Like, who who actually goes out, yeah, without a ticket in droves to a concert that you don't know you're going to get into? And then when you get turned away at the door, as you should, you decide that you're going to actually try and get in. And It seems I, quite premeditated. It, it, must, it, it, it does. There must have been, like... There must have been some organized
0: he like has a song called Organized. There must have been some sort of organization behind it. But
2: uh, it, it maybe, bro, maybe. Uh, and what we started to, what we like started to talk about, uh, myself and yeah, was that because I actually used to work in O2. Okay.
0: Like just First as hand like hand
2: a, hand. a as like a um, just working in a bar and stuff like this yeah. just uh, like part time as an extra dough. And he'd say, bro, I've seen big artists from other sections of the music world and this shit doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent.
2: Do you know what I'm saying? And he's like, yeah. why is it when our community have something like this, we turn out and do act a fool. Mm-hmm. And now people are dying, people are in critical conditions, and no one knows who like no one knows who to blame. There's no one to blame at the There's moment. There's an
0: investigation there? currently ongoing. Like, priority investigation. So I know that we'll, tr- we'll hopefully find out some more right. as to, like, what happened, how it happened. Yeah. How do we prevent this from happening in the future? Mm-hmm. It was... Yeah, it, it, for
2: me, it, it just really didn't sit right. Um, just to see, like, I like... And it ruins it, bruv. It ruins it for, like, artists. It ruins it for people that want to put on good shows. It ruins it for people that have paid their good money to go out and enjoy themselves. That lady, Rebecca, was a mother of two. Yeah. That, one of the son, one of her sons was autistic. As a person who knows what it's like to live with a, a family member who's autistic and to the level that they are, like, he's lost his anchor, yeah, bro. Like, he's lost his rock. And it's like, that shit to me, like, it really, really spun me, man. Because... She went out, she probably has to look after her child. She does, she looks after her child every single day. And she thought, you know what, I'm going to go out and enjoy myself. Just to see someone that I enjoy to listen to. An amazing artist. An amazing artist. Take nothing away from Osaka, yeah. But she's gone, probably found childcare for her kids or whatever, whatever, like, gone out. And she doesn't come home. Mm. She don't come home, bro. And it's like... Whoever, whoever, like, whoever was there at Brixton trying to get in, like, bonfire, man, like, like that's, that's dead, bro. Like, that's so, that is, that's horrible. That's horrible. Kwame,
1: what's your thoughts over there, man? Bro, it's like, keep touching it just now. Like, it's really sad, is Like, two people, Rebecca, a young mother, went to enjoy herself at a concert. And Gabrielle, a security worker, someone that went to work, like, um... Work the door, basically. Was a contractor doing her job so she can earn a living, and both of those people have not been able to return to their homes or to their families because of greed, because of entitlement, Let's call it what it is. And Yafi made a really good point. Like people, because let's just say one thing though. I heard, I've heard two things. I've heard a lot of people turn out without tickets, and heard there's um, some other people that have said, oh, the, the venue might have the venue and the organizers might have oversold. That's why there was an excess. I'm, I'm, I don't think that was everyone, but still. But um, I, I just think it's um, it's a shame. I don't know. It's just a shame. It's quite eerie for me actually because I was actually li- 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 listening to Mr. Money with the Vibe, the album, in Amsterdam, probably around that time. Just, like as in, I, I I didn't even know. I didn't even know. You understand? And even yeah, if, like um, as you. Uh, as you like um, scooted me to the metro station on tuesday we had a we had a word about the album it, like it's a really good album and album everything of the year, yeah yeah
2: very my, um, very good
1: very good album like the the what do you call it? transitions are amazing but no but back to the 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 what do you call it? the bar at brixton it's just really sad and it reminds me of just i guess what what's what what i find mad is that people would have left their homes like no, nah, no matter what happens, I'm getting in. Would have left their homes with like coordinated outfits. No matter what happens, I'm getting in. And then when they were told they can't get in, may have been incredulous. As in, like, what do you mean I can't get in, like, bro? You, or person, you know, you haven't got to, you know, you don't belong here. Mm. And felt some kind of entitled way that oh, no, nah, I must be here, so I'm gonna get inside. And now look what they've caused. And it's like you've changed. It's eight people were in the hospital, four were critically uh, in critical condition, two have passed away, sadly. It's just going to get worse and worse. And also, this is like, you know, Shake, this is his first album. So this will... No, not even first album, but this is him starting on his journey. So mm. because of the ignorance of others, now he's a, he's a potential danger to other venues. Mm. You understand? So people around the world, around the country, may not for a little while be able to see him. And it's just... I don't know, mate. it also reminds me of a time when I was in Rotterdam, for the Rotterdam Carnival. Some friends from London tried to get into a venue. Maybe it was Bird or something, I'm not sure. And, like, people started pushing. And it's like, we were able to laugh because we were able to disperse and there was a bit of uncomfort. And, like, some like some, like so, so, some, like some, some, police dogs came out after and no one got hurt. But, I mean, that could have taken a turn. And, and now I made a good point. Shout out to a friend and a fellow guest or former guest of the pod. Why is it our people and like like, like what is it? The, is it some kind of thing of impatience or some kind of? It's very strange and upsetting, but yeah. Do our you know what though, Kwame? Yeah.
0: I do feel so. The fact that Shake posted before that incident occurred suggests to me that there would have been crowd trouble prior to that yeah. to that night. Yeah. And so, the question that I asked myself was, okay, what? what measures were put in place to prevent something like this from happening? Mm-hmm. Because, you know what? The people that came out in their droves to try and get in are fucking idiots. <laughs> idiots. Yeah. And I don't think anyone disputes that. But then there's also the case of like, okay, on the flip side, what measures were put in place to try and prevent this? If anyone's been to, to the venue, the Brixton Academy or the O2 Academy is, is on a corner opposite of Nando's. And it's actually quite a small road. There's pavements on either side and there's like a two-way... there's a singular road going one way and a singular road coming the other way. So it's, it's quite a small road and a small space for 3,000 people to be congregated. It's, it's, it's really, really small. It's so small. Ironically, it's right near a police station as well. Across the Police the station road. is literally a 20-second stroll.
2: If you got a good arm, um, you could probably knock a, a window out with a rock from the right? Brixton O2 Academy.
0: And so my thing is, what measures were put in place beforehand? And I'm sure this will come out in the report. Yeah. But What measures will put in place beforehand to try
1: to prevent this from happening and that's well, that's the thing that I'm curious to know but yeah can you really account for x amount of people turning up that like you have no idea about that kind of temperature right you don't have to take it you're right hundred percent you're right, and again, I think the
0: like who do, who do you guys?
2: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
0: Who do you guys blame the most for this?
2: 3,000 people that decided, or the first person that decided that they were going to try and push past security, and then the fuckers inside that continue to go inside and video and laugh and just add an extra squeeze to, like, an already packed and sold-out crowd like, I blame those people. I, like last week, my 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 issue was with promoters and uh, with the whole uh, Whisked uh, uh, and King Promise thing, right? But this week, I can't say it's solely on a promoter or event organizers. I have to blame. The, the blame has to be on the people that decided that they weren't going to take no for an answer and forcibly let themselves into the academy. It has to be. Because people have now died, and like, how can you live with that on your conscience, knowing that you were someone who pushed past, and just because you didn't get, you never get it, bruv. There'll be another concert; you'll be able to see man another time.
0: There's some, yeah, uh, yeah. This falls on the shoulders of idiots, I believe.
2: It's a fool. There's fools, bro. Fools, man. Fools. Yeah.
0: Um. Let's Let's see what the the report comes out with mm. and how how we can move better. But I think. Stephen made a good point and he said, our community needs to do better. They do. Because, you know, I mean, stuff like this has happened in the past and we can't just put it down to the black community. But, I mean, there are some times when you just, you you, you can be disappointed. Yeah. And you're just like, guys, come on, man. There's, You know, in society, there's already certain stereotypes and yeah. certain things that are put on us. And my, my thing is I hate when people like actively fulfill stereotypes mm, or mm. Ne- negative stereotypes, let me say. So it's just like, oh, guys, come on,
2: man. What was the um, Grime repl- police report that they had back in the day? to stop grime artists from performing Oh, I know what you're talking about. I it can't was it, it was like a numbered it was like a numbered report. Can you give some context on what this is? So basically around uh like when grime were I think I can't remember what year it was, uh grime shows it was called the 696 um, form. So basically all acts that were performing in the UK would have to fill out a 696 report or a form to tell the event organisers and the police what kind of event it was going to be. And if you fell underneath, I guess, UK urban music, rap or grime, especially grime, they're shutting down your show, isn't it? And that was because there was a lot of trouble, well, quote-unquote trouble at these shows and the police were, like, hunkering down on the trouble in inverted commissary and certain acts. So if certain acts were there, they'd think they're going to bring trouble. They're not going to. Gigs was a very like. Gigs had to deal with the six nine six. Both four, sides were like,
0: overwhelmingly black. Yes, they were all so
2: all overwhelmingly big stigma. black. Big stigma. But what i the reason why I bring it up is like days like today, like what happened. Sorry, not today, but what happened on Friday. Yeah, are what are examples of what the police will use to bring back forms like that. They'll just yeah. be like, "Yo, you like ain't performing. You're not gonna be performing." And it's like you harm the community more when you act selfishly. And it's like, why could you not see that? People just do do not see see you further than just so, sometimes past their their own actions. And it's like, yeah. this is this is damning for artists. It's damning for our music and our scene, which is growing ridiculously and becoming majorly um, profitable and popular.
0: Yeah, you're right, and I feel like that's if you're one person that's going to this venue to think that you can get in, you probably think, "Well, what is it? What difference does it make if it, if it's just me?" Mm. But then when it, when collectively you have three thousand people like that 3, 000, that make up bro. that huge crowd, it's like, "Bro, you lot should have just stayed oh, in your it's, yard."
2: It's yeah. like another O2 Academy that tried to get inside the O2 Academy mm. that was full. It's mad,
0: <laughs> bro. Trust me. It's mad, bro. I mean, prayer, prayers up to the two that
2: passed One hundred percent. One
0: hundred Hopefully, we can move on from this because yeah. it's. Uh, and when I say move on, I mean the community can do better, and we can we can see like what the the reasons behind everything were, and we can prevent something from like this happening again. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Um. All right. Cool. I know we wanted to speak about a few other bits and pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We didn't actually talk about, uh, three year, out of home three year anniversary. Yeah, man. Three years in the in the trenches, bro. Jeez. Of being an international podcaster. Shouts out to everyone from Hong Kong who has been tuning in. Jeez. <laughs> we appreciate y'all. So, um, and everywhere else, and everywhere else. else, facts, else, facts, facts. Uh, but let, let's let's have a quick word on what's been happening. Uh, over these three years, how we're feeling, wow. what's going on for the next year, where we trying to take this thing? Is it a global takeover? What's happening, Maggies?
2: So much has happened in the three years. It doesn't even feel like it's been three years. It feels like it's been even longer like than like a part like. of your life. Yeah, bro. Like, I don't, I don't actually rem- remember a time much when we weren't recording. <laughs> True. <laughs> like, I guess, like, the shape of Out of Home has changed quite a bit. Obviously, when we first began, we were all in Amsterdam uh, recording from... We tried to strat. Wow. Um, hey. Yeah, around this time of Christmas, man. Three years ago, we, like, were, like, probably two or three episodes in. Um, December 5th. Myself and Yaf moved back to London. Um and now and now and now we're like straddling two countries and obviously the, the 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 voices go out to many more. But in that time we've done some crazy things, man. Some stuff that like even when I think about it, I'm like, as a podcast, you did what? Like that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um couple things I guess I could like mention. Uh definitely going to African Cup of Nations this oh, year. amazing. Was it this year? Last oh, year? This year? This year, yeah, huh. this year, year. Yeah, yeah, Oh, but, wow. Like, wow.
0: Wow,
2: wow, wow. That was life-changing, man. That that was life-changing, for real. Um, going to play on the camp now with at Barcelona, FC Barcelona's pitch yeah. with the Mandem. Having a fucking great time every time that we link up and just chat, 100th episode, you know, like going to Adam Torren Amsterdam Tower and providing a night of vibes with our people for the first time in such a way that it was like, it felt so natural. Mm. It never felt like we were missing a step or uh, uh, out of of sync or or whatever. It just flowed so naturally. Um, Working behind the scenes on some great content to come soon. Do you know, like it just needs to fucking come out now. Yeah, goodness me, we've been working on this for a while. We have been, we have been. <laughs> but do you know what? I feel like that project has kind of um, done for us. It's given us uh, great hairs. Yeah, apart from that, but it's given us an insight to how we can move and work as like a creative platform and not just a podcast. Um, it's given us responsibilities and roles which people in like high high places in business and corporations have to do on a daily and we've been doing that as a side hustle alongside our corporate and very long and stressful jobs too.
0: I'm glad you touched on that. <laughs> um, so I wanted to, I wanted to ask you guys a couple of questions. Oh,
2: uh, you, so you set us up? No. Oh, okay, no, yeah. no, 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 no. But
0: what you, what you said just kind of triggered, okay. triggered a, a, a couple of questions in my head. But, there's probably I actually spoke to um, someone today yeah. who has a podcast in the states and wants to like has taken some extended time off but wants to get back into it. I spoke to uh, a colleague who recently left who wants to start a podcast, um, yeah. and so there's a there's a lot there's a lot of people out there who have considered doing a podcast or have yeah. started a podcast stopped yeah. and want to get back into it. So, oh, I'm loving this. What would you guys say is the most difficult thing about having a podcast? And then what would you say is the best thing about having uh,
2: a podcast? Kwame, you go answer that now.
1: I'll talk. <laughs> the most difficult thing... The most difficult thing is in part the easiest thing. The most difficult thing is trying to align with three, under, three other individuals that have their own lives. Now, a lot of people are going to start these podcasts on their own Which is hard because you know a lot of times you have to rely on yourself. Um, But the most difficult thing is trying to find the time, and then like you know, and the most difficult thing is I'll say honestly, just like making sure you're all aligned because at first it's only like a a side project. But we do so much; it's basically on the front line, isn't it? You understand? Like you put a lot of energy in it, and then and then honestly, the the hardest thing is just to, to to keep going. Because I remember, like, the second, third episode, I, 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 I told you this before, like, we had an episode out, and obviously every, every Thursday we tried to get everyone to reshare, reshare. I was like, these men ain't even resharing, bro. Are we even serious, bro? Like, are we really hot, this thing? You always go back to this. I Bro, I think it's so funny, bro. I was like, you spent a waste, man, bro. And I, I, I wasn't resharing, but anyway. But, like, for us, it's obviously a bit different because I don't think people, yeah, I, I don't know how many four summers there will be, but the best thing is having something you've created together, like a fort, exist, and people around the world can hear you. They can they can have experiences with you. Um, you are able to spread, if anything, a bit of education, maybe enjoyment, maybe happiness. I think one of the best things, and Kieran, this is a shout out to your programming, is that like a lot of people have said when listening to one of our podcast episodes, it kind of feels like they're just in the room. Yeah, yeah, like. Like, it kind of feels like we have all opened our doors and you're just another guest. Like, isn't like this haughty thing where we're speaking about this high-brow stuff. stuff? Like, no, we're just having a conversation and we welcome any ears. So I'll say that's the, but, but the hardest thing is finding the time with three other people that have three demanding jobs, and mm-hmm. as well as myself. And the more beautiful thing is having these adventures, private jokes, all these experiences with each other and creating a real, creating a real brotherhood and no matter what happens, that will, will, will all stand the test of time. That's so Understand? Like our kids in the future will be like, "Oh, Kwame, oh, oh uncle Yaf, in episode seventy two, you were chatting rubbish." You know, all, all those things there. You know, like so that, that, that's the best thing I would say. <laughs> that's, that, 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 that's my, that's my long and short. Do
2: you know, what's so funny? What you said about um, people not sharing. I think as you go on and you continue to create an episode and you put episodes out, you start to realize that, like. Maybe your voice or your episodes are not for your mates as well. Mm. Like, oh, yeah you, you be, yeah, you begin to grow and then you start to find your own audience in it. And people will yeah, come to really you based off, like, your people find you, you know, like, not saying that your friends are not your people, it's just that they might have other interests. Yeah. But because you're putting your voice out into the world, like, you have. The opportunity to connect with different people that are of similar or like-minded as you, and that's I think that's a really like dope thing about what we do or what podcasters do. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> as far as some of the hardest thing, I think you you, you touch on a lot of it, like Kwame, in terms of timing, in terms of um, like organization, and I guess like just like aligning with us four like us, well, all four of us, is, is a difficult thing, especially with being in two different places, sometimes three, sometimes even four different places around the world, and we're still managing to get an episode out practically every week. But I would also say, just to add to some of this stuff, which might be quite trivial, is that it's not a hard thing, but it's quite interesting that people really listen to you, you know? Like, and I say that to say, we have these conversations, and nine times out of ten, we might listen to it back, but, like, we have we just have the conversation and then the conversation's done. But we have listeners and they listen to us. And so... Do you know what? I'm yeah. going
0: to disagree with that word. I think people hear us.
2: Yeah. Okay. I think people are hearing us. Yeah, bro. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are hearing us, which yeah. is that we are resonating with certain people, yeah? But what's really interesting is that you'll meet someone and they'll know you more than you know them.
1: It's bad, did
2: it? Like and they can they can probably tell like oh Kieran's probably had a bad day or Kieran's like or Yafs might have Yaff, a way over here. Um Kwame's doing this with his like his his wife. Steven's do like things that like we talk about and we take for granted not that we do a lot of the things that we do. It's like we just talk and say because we're so comfortable talking to each other. Like it then becomes like available to other people do you know what i mean and i think for me it's not as hard a hard thing it's just a really interesting thing about being a podcaster like you you are you, you might meet someone that knows more about you than you probably that you'd have to be remembered about do you know what i mean like a thought about something or like what where you stood on something yeah, yeah. which is really mad but one of the most like that the, the the greatest things about having a podcast again to to like just to say Kwame like, you probably pro- touched on a lot of things that I would have said as well just the fact that like we get to talk on a level with our boys and we're gro- like we've grown if you go from one to one five one like there's a growth there in like mentality in the way that we speak the way that we converse the way that we dissect and just like um, dissect conversation and, and things that are happening in the world, like there's a growth there. And I feel like I love the fact that we we created this. It's ours, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's it's so beautiful to see that three years on, we're still providing a platform to our people, our, our community, and it's honestly only really... Getting started, <laughs> even though we've been here for three years, I'm still a firm believer of, like, you do something long enough, well enough, then you'll see success from it. And we've seen success in the things that we've done. Do you know what I mean? And it's just a credit to everybody that's on this show how how much time and effort we put into this, because it's not easy. Like, this the podcasting is not easy. Like, it's, it's one of them ones where... You, you're a voice. You're, you're actually a voice, and people get used to hearing that voice. So you have to make sure that number one, you might be have to, you have to be right on this mic. You know, you have to make sure that you have topics that people are willing to, to listen to. And again, it comes with research. It comes with like sharpening your tools and being a good conversationalist. But at the same time, it's just like. We, we've we been able to show that. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's, yeah, credit to you, man. So what about you, Yaf? What's your answer well, to your question?
0: I think the most challenging thing is if you're doing it by yourself, it's finding the motivation to be consistent. Yeah, Because there's sometimes when you're not in the mood or you can't be bothered or you don't have the time. But if you're in a group, there's a whole element of I can't be bothered but I can't let the team down, yeah, so I think on both sides, like if you're if you're by yourself, it can be really difficult to mm-hmm. muster up the consistency, the motivation energy, whatever, especially if at the beginning you're maybe not seeing the numbers that you want to see, yeah, and I think that's one thing that we consciously did quite well is that we never looked at the numbers, even now, we don't really look at the numbers <laughs> because. We don't really do it for that. Obviously, we know the numbers climbing. Obviously, top 15% of Spotify, boom, boom, boom. Come on. But it's not something that drives us. Yeah. And so I think that would be difficult for someone by themselves. But I think the most difficult thing if you're in a group is similar to what all of you guys have said. But I think if we look at our lives outside of the podcast and we look professionally at what we do, we're all quite high achievers. Yeah. And we're quite... We're high performers, let's say. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think when you have that mindset at work, you apply it to what you do in all areas of your life. So, Facts. Me being a high performer, Kwame being a high performer, Stephen being a high performer, and you being a high performer, it's difficult when... You can't be a high performer in the podcast because you don't have the time. Yeah, or everyone can't yeah, like apply yeah, their their one. thinking to that's the podcast. Like one, it's man. it's actually frustrating because mm. you just feel like you're leaving food on the table yeah, most of the yeah, time. Yeah. So I think that's the most difficult thing. And then also when you do have a podcast or a venture, let's say with friends, at a certain point when that when that thing starts to become a tangible idea or a tangible avenue to diversifying what you do and you're not just being defined by your job now you've got out of home as well i think the struggle or the difficulty comes when your friends also become borderline business partners because yeah, then you yeah, have yeah. to like you're not just friends anymore you know like there's yeah,
2: yeah.
0: it's a bit it's more a serious point, yeah. yeah, point. Yeah, so yeah, you got to kind point. of navigate that and like your boy who you just bust jokes with it might not be the time to bust shows. Like, everyone needs to be serious and we need to pan. And so sometimes when things aren't moving how you want it to move, it can be frustrating as well. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's really difficult. You really have to understand your friends and your people or the group, whoever it is that you're doing a podcast with, because if you don't, it can be frustrating. And it, and it can cause, like, tension in a friendship group. I think exactly. the reason why we... We've lasted so long, it's because we're honest with each other. It might take us a while to be honest with each other, <laughs> but we're honest with each other and we have conversations and we ultimately we iron things out. Do we get frustrated at one another? Of course, of course we do. Yeah. But we know that this little thing of ours has has hey. some legs on it. And we try to we try to persevere with that being said. So I think, you know, just like navigating the dynamics of friendship into business yeah, partners yeah, yeah. and just season on opportunities that you know are there is, is probably one of the, some of the most difficult things. And then the best part, oh boy, there's so many perks. I feel like all of us have grown as people yeah. because of the podcast. We've taken on different points of views of different people. We listen to each other. We've all become better listeners. I think at the, at the beginning, I can hold my hand up and say, I was like really talkative and sometimes... Like, I would cut cut people and I would go into, like, my own, my own like, monologue. Um, so, like, I learned how to be more of a patient listener and take on people's point of views. I think as well that the podcast has helped us all in our professional life because it's allowed us to think a little bit more entrepreneurially, if that's a word. Um, yeah. yeah, I think so. And because we've had that mindset, we've apply that to our kind of everyday thinking i think one of the most interesting things about us as well is that as i said we're quite high performers at work we we have good jobs whatever but then when it comes to out of home we're still very junior almost yeah so you constantly have to switch from being someone who's (laughs) highly respected at work highly respected in your industry to them being like a joke man that 's trying to hustle and, <laughs> and do little bits and pieces for the benefit the of the podcast yeah, you
2: 're so right, man because so I,
0: right i mean the the, the biggest eye opener to this was when we was at African Cup of Nations, yeah, and there was i 'm going to be honest bruv, some waste man guy <laughs> that worked for whoever and was looking at us like we 're just some any content creators oh my man, not knowing not knowing. That we actually have jobs <laughs> on the side, and we, you know, we're doing we're doing yeah. some decent stuff. Bro. Yeah,
2: I, you have took that personally. <laughs> yeah, he never.
1: Well, it was it was that person's uh, person's like demeanor, speech, and also like their footwear choice as well. Yeah, never got but they
0: way. they spoke to us like we were kids almost. And so, what's really interesting for me has been navigating those two worlds almost, where on one hand we're all we're all doing really well workwise and God willing that continues. But then the next day you're like pitching out of home, or you're trying to you're trying to sell out of home and you're trying to get people to buy into it. It's just a really interesting dynamic. So I think for me, the thing that I've enjoyed the most about this podcast and us coming together is that there's been a lot of personal growth. Yeah. Um, and we've all gained like really good skills from it that we can apply to our to our everyday life. So mm. It's been three years. Hopefully, <laughs> many, Another, many more many to more, come. Many more, man. And we continue to to grow and elevate each other, and hopefully elevate our listeners or our hearers' point of views. Hearers, um, hearers. So, yeah. And if if there is anyone out there who is trying to start start a podcast or is interested to know more, just hit us up, man. I'm sure when we do have time, we'll always be happy to help and yeah, for sure, man. give some points of view here and there. And then sure. the last thing I'm going to say is I know that Out of Home started as this concept of us live literally living out of home. Yeah. When we started to see people say that they're considering moving here or they're considering moving there because of our podcast, that was one of the most validating things what? For me. That was like, That's crazy. we are... Us, four-pattern joke, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who probably 20 minutes before we started recording agreed in a WhatsApp group what we're gonna talk about.
2: <laughs>
0: People are hearing this and, and in some way, shape, or form being inspired to to move country or to yeah, take yeah. on a new venture or whatever it may be. So yeah, man, I'm proud of you guys.
2: Proud of you too, man. I'm
0: proud, proud of, of all you guys of and, what, and what we've achieved. And
2: yeah.
0: I think that picture of um us four Aquame's. Kwame's wedding was a, a symbol of the growth. Yeah, yeah for sure. Although man. we can all see that. Crazy. It's probably a little bit more growing to do for me because I'm the only one that didn't have a suit. <laughs>
1: so.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> that was your old choice,
0: big man. That was your old choice. But it was the ambiguous brief, but hey, let's not have it all I told you. <laughs> we will not <laughs> go back to the ambiguous brief that Kwame gave uh-huh, each God. and every one of us. Oh, man. About bro, what I you gave a like. and you didn't, bro. Because I don't want to be overdressed. Bro, there was people at that... There was people there wearing trainers. people there wearing jeans.
1: So, hey, let's... He's not wrong, Kwame. He's not. He's not uh, wrong. (sighs) Bro, those people...
0: Come on, fam. Don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey last, not, last but not least, oh, um, obviously, this is the Christmas period. Yes. Tis the season to be jolly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, There's probably some listeners here who don't know what a typical Ghanaian Christmas looks like or a typical Jamaican or Trinidadian Christmas looks like. Kwame, can you shed some light as to what, typically you'd be doing on a christmas day what type of presents what type of
1: food all of that good stuff um i can i don't know what to Ghanaian, but a house uh uh wilson um christmas usually uh would be starting off with um Oh, we'll start We'll start waking up about 10 or what. My mum would already been in the kitchen, already, like, devising the feast, roasting the chicken, all that stuff. And my dad will start blaring hymns from, like, 10 o'clock. Blaring, like, at an at, at ignorant level. Like, <laughs> the, like, the sound is quiet. It's
0: like, so impressive. funny.
1: <laughs> my dad is different, as you've seen. Blaring, okay, cool. Then, like, there'll be, there'll be plans for us to go to church for an hour or two. Then, then we come back... And then we just, like, chill. we just chill because usually, if, yeah, if it's at our house, then our cousins from Essex would, would come. So we wait a couple of hours like, for them. And it's so, so funny because when you're younger, like, 9, 11, 13, it's like, oh, the cousins are coming. But when you're, like, 18, you're like, yo, what are you saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Like, it's all love, but at the same time, it's very different. And then, like, and your presence change. I remember, like, when you were, like, 9 and or oh, Ten, like me and my, my brother, we, we were very much gamers. He's like four or five years older than me, so we would be like, "Oh, we're getting a PS 2 and, we'll, and what we would do is that we would like we would sneak and like open the PS two. Mom, mom, dad, not in. We start playing the games, and then one year she was like, "Yeah, like, I know, I know, you boys are open. this. If you want, Merry Christmas. Here you go. Here, here's your thing. Have it." We felt so guilty, but but we played anyway, fam. We played anyway, and then um and then like <laughs> basically it's like. But basically like there's like a full Christmas spread, triple lot of stuffing, um turkey, Ooh. potatoes, gravy, and always chill rice. customary just to boot. Customary. Always just the boot. boot. And then one, 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 one of the Wilson A shout out to my, my cousins. Our, our our family traditions are watching the Christmas episodes of East Yeah. And yes, then, yeah. That oh happens my there. goodness. Oh yeah. And um when I was younger, my, 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 my gifts would be, like, next hoodie, Gap shirt, maybe a Ralph Lauren shirt, maybe a Nike T-shirt. Then when I started getting older, it would be socks. APC. I, I mentioned this before, but I have to mention it again because I'm still shocked. When I I knew when Christmas stopped being Christmas for me when I got some boxes called Calvin. Not Calvin Klein. Just Calvin, and on the boxer, on the packaging, was just a picture of an old white man from the nineteen thirties who probably wasn't even called Calvin, film. And um, That's when I realized that Christmas stopped being Christmas for me. It well, it's it's a great time. I haven't had it since two thousand and seventeen, actually, oh, man. which is kind of sad because of holidays yeah, and cause, COVID, cause. and my parents going to Ghana for the last two years. As I spoke to my dad. He was like, "No, just, just like did, 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 for the next." However long just, just, just envision me me and your mum always be in Ghana. So if you want to have Fair your own enough, Christmas, man. you need to come out here. That's nice. Um at least you got a spot to and go I'll to. pass it over to the I'll pass it over to them the London Legans. what, what were the what, Before I go? You, uh you said something about you and your brothers. Um
2: or oh, you and Quex taking the the yeah. the, the, play, the PlayStation games and playing them before you had them. Yeah. I had a friend yeah. <clears throat> I won't name his name because yeah. I don't. I, I don't want his mum to know that this. He used to do this when he was younger, <laughs> but he would get like Game Boy games for like birthdays or Christmas, yeah, and know where his mum hid them. He would open them, reseal them, and be playing the game for at least two weeks before he got it, and still open up the empty box. <laughs> Wait, what? So he. His mum, say, right, say he had First a Game of all, his
0: mum was buying presents two weeks in advance. Oh, yeah, she was. She was wow, sad. that's
1: organisation. I still got <laughs> presents to get. Anyways. Damn. Anyways, yeah, he would take... Boxing Day, fam. That's what solution Lucian nah, Don't do that, he, he He would take games Sorry, out me, of a game, yeah, and play it in his Game
2: Boy and then <laughs> pretend to be surprised when he got it at Christmas date. Is he an actor now? I can't tell you what he does because it's a very it's very obvious <laughs> who he is, but yeah, he's in he's in the the world of um, of acting.
1: Entertainment, <laughs> and wow, entertainment.
2: wow,
0: great um, career choice, my friend.
2: What 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 is uh, a Christmas day like uh, in a Kenlock household, man? Do you know what Christmas day in my house is just banner. I think it's gone from being like a very big affair to being very smaller. Very sorry, smaller, like very small, more intimate. Um, growing up, all of my cousins, as Kwame said, would come through. I'd be super gassed, they'd come around. And obviously, I think one year, I was talking to my mum recently, there was like 20 of us in the house that she had to prepare for dinner for. But as That's the older cousins get older and have their own families, they got to do their own thing. So the Christmas, as you said, gets a little bit more intimate. But we wake up, have a traditional... Caribbean breakfast. You got some ackee and saltfish, fried dumpling.
0: Amazing. Uh, Every beans, Christmas you guys eggs, eat
2: that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Um, beans, eggs, uh, yam, banana, all of that. Wow. Uh, and then, basically, wow. in, until then, like, it's just where's the drink at? Until dinner time. Which drink? Oh, so recently it's been Covossier or Hennessy, in in the yard. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's yeah. go. Ham, we're on a Bailey's thing. On a Bailey's thing, No, nah, no. Nah. Well, I, I don't really like Bailey's like that. Wow. But um, it, it's funny. Like as me and Alex, my my brother, whose birthday's today. Big shout out to you. I was
0: like Hey, happy twenty seventh birthday,
2: birthday today. It's, it's only twenty seven. Yeah, 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 Bloody yeah. Hell. Um, but me and as as we got older, like obviously you start to realize that yeah, as you the, the presents start to become a little bit less and less and less. But we started to, like, just take the piss out of everybody with our gifts. So it started, I think I I said it on the pod once, but it started when my mum, like, she would hide presents within presents, right? So, like, she'd give you a (laughs) dead present, but your present will be inside Uh, the present, innit? So we started to flip it, like, but Alex one time took it too far, wrapped up a gift that he didn't have for Nathaniel. Nathaniel opened an iPad and there was nothing in there. That's I said, I said, Alex. That's heartbreaking, yeah, that's heartbreaking. I said, Alex, you know, you have to buy him the iPad now, bro. <laughs> um, nah, it's heartbreaking. But, nah, it's practical jokes, it's banter. Um, we used to have a tradition where, like, all of the younger kids would get together. Yeah. And they would have to do, like, some sort of, like entertain us bro yeah. so like yes. we'd have to be like yo let's make up a dance like a dance routine or who's singing what it's What like a talent competition yeah almost, ta- basically a talent show for the, the parents but we haven't done that in so long because obviously everyone's getting a lot older and and yeah man it's just vibes good food always food That like dinner uh, chicken lamb like leg of lamb rice and peas uh, we we used to do oxtail but I don't think we'll do it this year um, don't have stuff in, no turkey, don't have turkey in my yard. Uh, <laughs> all the trimmings, all of the gravies. Oh, so good. And yeah, bro, like Christmas goes down in the Kenlock household. Bro, I hear it. really it. does, bro. It really, I love it as well because even though I did say that, I'm not, I was more like a Scrooge when I was younger. And probably when I was older, when it came to like decorations and that, I just love being around my family around mm. that time because it's it's just funny. You just everyone's so relaxed for those three four days because like there's no there's no work, no one's really looking at the time, no one has nowhere to go, nothing to do. It's like it's just chill off. There's te- there's great films on TV, like. The food is in abundance. Me and Mum are trying mince pies from every shop you can think oh, of. Oh yes, bro. Yeah, like we do this thing yeah, where like we used to do this thing when like we lived when I lived there. We'd go to all of the different like supermarkets and try who's got the best See who's mince got pie. The best. Yeah, yeah. Who's Sa- the rain and Sainsbury's. Okay, good to know. Sainsbury's slash uh, Marks and Spencer's. Good to know. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what about
0: you, <laughs> Oh, man. First off, I feel like Christmas changes the older you get.
2: Yeah, Not course. just from
0: presents, but like your outlook on it. Yeah, yeah. So for me now, Christmas is just a dope moment for all of us to come together.
2: Yeah.
0: Chill, have jokes, catch a vibe. And also, your outlook on presents change. Like, my dad asked me this year, what do you want for Christmas? I was like, I'm nothing oh, Bless, good. fam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm actually good. Like, I now get way more joy giving people sick presents that yeah, I know they're yeah. really going to like. Yeah, yeah. So, for me, Christmas and what it does for me has completely changed, which just completely about family now. Um, what I will say is that there isn't necessarily a routine for us. Everyone usually wakes up around a little bit later, like 9 or 10. Yeah, yeah. By that point, my dad's already, you can just smell the macaroni and cheese. Jeez, mac and just cheese. just baking off Jeez. in the oven. Jeez. My dad makes legendary mac and cheese, by the way. I, I, have, I haven't been to a place better that does better mac and cheese than my dad. It's Ooh. just, if you, if you don't know, my dad was a chef yeah. for a yeah. long, long time. You just said you
1: haven't been to a place better, <laughs> but all you do is go downstairs. I let you go to a restaurant, it, fam?
0: <laughs> Bro, I've had mac and cheese at many a restaurant and none of them have come close. No, but, okay, I hear you, but,
1: okay, it's just the phrasing threw me off before it continues. <laughs> um,
0: so we wake up, food's, food's, food's baking off. We usually just like start watching films from early. Everyone's drinking. There's always chocolates in abundance, Quality Street celebrations, all of that good stuff. Mince pies, yeah, yeah, Bailey's yeah, yeah, is flowing. Yeah, yeah. They normally put Nala, who is our cute brown uh, Staffordshire terrier dog with a with a lovely innocent brown eyes. They always put her in like some sort of Christmas costume. Which makes her look uber cute. She's just running around with like some antlers for the day or whatever. Um, and then obviously, like we do, like the, the the gifting is very important to us. The present side of things really important. So my brother Niall usually assumes the role of Father Christmas, and would like he's the one who dishes out the presents to everyone. And then he'll, he'll be like, "This is to Jadeen from Atlanta." And then we wait for the person to open it, and then we—it's like—it's yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very—it's yeah. very personable, yeah, which is yeah, which yeah. is very nice. Um, we we do the presents, then we will we'll eat. Usually, food for us is the mac and cheese, which I've already alluded to. Fish, chicken, roast chicken, lamb, rice, potato salad—like all the trimmings. Yeah, all the, all, trimmings, the man. Trimmings. all the
2: trimmings,
0: bro. Do you know what I realized last week? Go on. Christmas crackers are a British thing. They,
2: they don't, don't do it enough. in the
0: Netherlands. Is it British or is it like... It's, it's definitely not happening in the Netherlands.
2: Okay. West, is it American? We're going to have to find out. <laughs>
0: but to all my Dutch friends listening, I'm sorry that you guys don't have this tradition. because Christmas, Christmas crackers, exciting. man. If you haven't heard a bad joke on Christmas Day from a Christmas cracker, have you even really
2: lived, bro? If you've not put one of those paper crowns on your head, Brother, have yeah. you really they lived, bro? The,
1: yeah. <laughs> are part of celebrations in the UK island and Commonwealth countries, such as Australia, Canada, New Zealand, and South Africa. Yeah, so yeah. So, yeah so, definitely so, it's pra- so it is a pretty it's pretty thing,
0: yeah. I wonder what the tradition behind them is. We'll have
2: to find out. we that. have to find out.
0: We'll um, find um, out. And then lastly, like, after we eat, it's just chilling, playing Monopoly. Ah, oh, Monopoly. Um, when we were younger, we'd be playing with the toys or the games that we had and just fucking around. Uh, but now I'm... Um, I would say probably for the last seven or eight years, a big part of the routine has been watching the NBA Christmas Day games. Oh. Because they are usually some of the best games
2: yeah. a man can watch. I think I did that last year as well, bro, you Bro. Know? I think I did that last such year.
0: Such high quality games. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Some naps yeah. in between. Oh, power nap essential, essential on Christmas Day. Essential, bro. Essential. Essential, bro. Essential. essential. essential.
0: Essential, essential. Ah, oh,
2: pudding. What are you get? Oh, what, what are you eating for pudding, bruv?
0: Oh, we usually have cake. My dad makes a cake. Is it? Bruv, there's some Apple raisins, and custard, currants, bro. and some other stuff currently being soaked <laughs> in alcohol now and have been Apple doing and so for the custard. last three weeks.
2: Apple pie and custard, fam. Just give me that, fam. Bruh. Apple
0: crumble. So uh, so yeah, that's that's normally how a celebration looks. And then we amazing. tail off into the night. Amazing. Music, laughter, amazing, and amazing. good vibes.
2: I love that, man. I love that. What well, I like I find, yeah, as I said, I find Christmas such a joyous occasion, especially when you're around your loved ones. I remember when I was younger, like, we always wanted to open the presents early. My mum would give us one, like a... On, like, the stroke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on we'd midnight. have to wait to, like... The, but we she'd give us one at midnight... Knowing full well we are going to my grandma's in Slough and we weren't opening no presents till everybody that was coming to that house had eaten dinner. So 7pm, we could be waiting to open up presents. As a child, we just like, this is long, brother. So now we do it in the morning anyway. But um, yeah, man. Thanks for sharing. I'm so glad that we've done it. Three years. Mm. Another Christmas. Um, I guess we can just wrap it up here. You've been Ooh. listening.
1: I like how you did
2: there. <laughs> You've been listening to the iPhone Podcast with your boys, Kieran, Kwame, and Yaf. Big shout out to the star boy, Steven huh. in Nigeria right now, repping that gold. Oh, goodness me. Green and white.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out to the
2: Super Eagles. Shout out to the
1: Super Eagles. Uh,
2: oh, man. Close? Have yourself a very Merry Christmas. And happy New Year. And happy Holidays. And if you don't and celebrate, happy
1: holidays.
0: chill and enjoy the time off.
2: Chill and enjoy the hot time off for sure. And listen to your iPhone podcasts. I know.
1: We got some shit for you. Repeat so we can run out. Anyway, bless. You London boys are crazy.
2: When you make decisions for your company,
0: you look for the no-brainers.